All right, picture this. You're riding around on a Sunday. Your sweet tooth all of a sudden shifts into overdrive. You need your Heggie's chocolates. What? The place that sells it is no longer going to be in business? I can't understand the order of the universe. Is there any order? It doesn't seem like it. That's next on this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. Well, let's see. The other day, it was pretty hot here in the basement lair. Today, it's rather chilly in the basement lair because we all of a sudden went from about an 80-degree day to overnight a 35-degree evening, all in the span of about five hours. That's the way things happen here in Northeast Ohio. Hello there. It is Matthew on board here and another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. Why even spend the time apologizing? It's worthless. It's useless because I'm kind of like the boy who cried wolf, right? I mean, I told you that I was going to be better and then I wasn't. I told you a little later. After a long absence, I was going to be better, and I wasn't. I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to say nothing. Well, I'm not going to say nothing because I have a microphone in front of my face, and whenever there's one of those, I have a tendency to ramble on just a little bit. Uh, But uh, we're back. It's another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. Uh, Not too many so far here in 2023, so for that, I apologize. But nonetheless, regardless of the amount, the purpose, as you know, is to find little episodes of gratitude. And so this will be a short uh, version of the podcast because I have been inundated with a lot of different things, and I'll run over those here in just a little bit. But uh, there just seems to be, in my life, a lot of uncertainty right now. Um you feel like you can make a prediction on things and all of a sudden the predictions go right out the window. And every time you take a step forward thinking that you have something figured out, something occurs that pushes you two steps back. And that's really the kind of, it's the way it's felt, you know, lately. Um, My job, my full-time job, the one that for the most part, uh, has replaced most of the income, uh, taking the place of the business, which I still have. That job really uh, has been pretty absorbing. I mean, if I'm being quite honest, it's the kind of job that has stretched way past a kind of nine to five existence. And because we do a lot of live performance, Part of my job is to capture these live performances as I begin to transition a lot more from doing audio work over to video work. I found out that I've spent probably 90% of my time behind a camera and the other half of the time of that 90% is spent sitting in front of a computer editing the stuff that I just got done filming. So I was telling my friend Brad today during a very rare cup of coffee that uh, that's kind of the way it's felt. Like I have been sort of like a grunt guy just churning out this video. And so 
the job is, uh, you know, becoming pretty absorbing. And as jobs can do, right? You want to make sure that you have a good, quote unquote, work-life balance, but it doesn't always work out like that. And it certainly seems like it's been swinging a lot more in the work direction than it is in the living outside of work direction. So I guess for that reason, it's necessitated more time for the work, more time for the caregiving part, and less time for the podcasting part. In my area of the state, there is a candy manufacturer that has been around a long time. And it's a candy manufacturer called Heggies, H-E-G-G-Y apostrophe S. And they've been around forever. And in fact, coincidentally, the primary location, the original location, as far as I know, has always been situated directly across the Catholic parish from where I grew up from where I went to grade school, for where basically every major milestone celebration that involves Catholicism has ever taken place. And it was customary for people after a mass or after a wedding or sometimes even after a funeral to go across the street and to go to Heggie's and buy Heggie's candies or Heggie's salted nuts. And it was just always the great pacifier. It was always the great salve for events great or not so great. And they sometimes would have portions of their supplies situated in other locations. For instance, like you could get Heggie's candy at maybe another Heggie's location on the other side of town, or you might be able to pop into a store that for whatever reason carries certain amounts of their chocolates. Well, on Sundays, sometimes Don and I would go down to visit my parents and it was always kind of customary to stop at a place called Ben Franklin. And Ben Franklin was this kind of craft store that's also been around a long time. And it's sort of in the northern part of the city as the city of Canton kind of moves into North Canton. Because on Sundays, Heggie's, the original location across from my parish, is not open. And so if we went down to visit my parents, even before they went to assisted living, and that happened on a Sunday, and, you know, Donna said, uh, I think we're getting a little low on Heggie's. Well, then we would stop at Ben Franklin. And during my motorcycle riding days, a lot of times I might be by myself, and I would text Donna and say, Hey, I'm going to stop by Ben Franklin and pick you up something. Do you just want milk chocolate peanut clusters or do you just want dark chocolate peanut clusters or do you want some Jersey creams or what are you looking for? What's your taste buds saying to you? What are they requesting? And so I would ride my motorcycle over to Ben Franklin and I would meander up to the door and walk in and amongst all the crafts and the cards and and I mean, you could get poster board and you could get whatever you wanted to do. They had this bin and the bin was filled with a good, healthy variety 
of Heggie's Candies. And I got to know like the ladies inside Ben Franklin, like, uh, you know, maybe like their daughter was experiencing trouble when I would stand there and munch on a milk chocolate Heggie's cluster while I was listening to them before I got back on my bike. And another woman had, you know, a knee replacement surgery. And she was telling me about this. And then someone else who worked there went to the same parish and we would, you know, share info and data about various priests or nuns from the parish, or we would just talk about various things. And they were always really sort of amused and curious about what it was like to be on a motorcycle. And I would, you know, munch away on a milk chocolate cluster, trying to explain it to them. And it was just always a really nice pit stop. And then I would leave and, and munch on a chocolate and get back on my bike and, and say, wow, you know, I can't believe Ben Franklin's is still here. Well, yesterday we were riding around and uh, we decided to visit my parents in assisted living. And as we were leaving, I said, hey, uh, Donna, I think we're kind of getting low on Ben Heggie's. But the truth was really didn't have it in the house because I don't even know why I did this, but I gave up sweets for Lent. I don't even know why I even was involved with Lent. I just felt like I just have felt like such a, I don't know, a lax spiritual person anyway, regardless of Catholicism or whatever. And I felt like, you know what, you need to do something. You need to repent or you need to find a way to kind of get some things back on track. You need to give up something for Lent. And I have been eating just a lot of sweets because I realized that my sweet tooth is is, is pretty large. And so I thought this was pretty much a big thing to give up. And so we really didn't have any Ben Heggie's candies in the house. And I kind of moseyed into the parking lot and I parked the car and I said, I'll run in and get some Heggie's. And I walked across the lot and opened up the door and about three quarters of the store was empty. And some of the same women who I've seen for the last 13 years since we came back from St. Louis were kind of looking at me and I said, um, what's going on? And they said, well, we're closing. I said, what? You're closing? Ben Franklin is closing? And she goes, yep, we are leases up. And the owner just felt like it's time to move on. And... I have to tell you, I was flabbergasted. I forget who said it. I think it was Father Tim Callagher in the seminary. And I know that he said this in Greek, and I can't really remember the Greek phraseology, but basically the phrase was, everything changes. And there's really no getting around it. There's no way to eat enough Ben Heggie's chocolates to provide a salve to get over this fact sometimes. And, and sometimes this can be good, naturally. And sometimes, like yesterday, it wasn't good. And I know intuitively that whether it's good or bad really isn't the point. It doesn't really change the fact that everything changes. It doesn't really change the fact that things happen and that people move on and that people change their mind and that people die and that 
there's really nothing that I can do about it. And at that moment, driving home, knowing that Ben Franklin's was going out of business, and while, yes, I could go to the original store and get Ben Heggie's chocolates, it just really wasn't the same thing because I feel like I had established a kind of a relationship with Ben Franklin. And at one point, maybe two years ago, Don and I actually kind of put an offer in on a house when we were kind of thinking about moving to Canton. And from the front yard, if I just looked between the two houses across the street, I could see the right edge of the building of the plaza that housed Ben Franklin. I mean, how great would that have been to be able to walk over to Ben Franklin to get Ben Heggie's chocolates? But that wasn't to be. And I guess now it's for naught because Father Callagher was right. Everything changes. It wasn't that Father Callagher was right. It was the Greeks that were right. The point is that, can I accept this? Can I accept things that change? Relationships change. Friendships change. People who you thought you maybe figured out, you no longer have them figured out. Or maybe it was just wrong to think that you had somebody figured out. And maybe it's wrong to think that they have you figured out. And that the fact that maybe you meet at the same place for lunch and you've been doing it for 20-some years and all of a sudden you walk there and, and that place is closed. That, that could happen to umpteen zillion people or the people that you met at lunch all that time. Maybe they die and they're no longer there. Um, so I feel like this no order to the universe, this, I guess, irrefutable fact that if we think we have it figured out, then we are going to be nothing but disappointed because it's never going to work out the way we think it's going to work out. And so driving home and one, missing the Ben Heggie's chocolate that I normally would have been munching on as I made my way home up Route 91 North, that was bad enough. The other part was this indisputable fact that prompted um, a kind of deflated feeling. And that feeling was one that I had to come to an even more deeply felt acceptance of that everything changes. There is no order to the universe. I can't, whether I accept it or not, doesn't give it order, even though I like to think that that in my head. And it was my job to come to grips with that. Can Ben Heggie's chocolates, formerly housed inside the craft store at Ben Franklin on 30th Street and Market in Canton, Ohio, teach me anything about accepting 
the current reality that we are dealing with dementia and that things will get worse. I don't know. I'm sure on paper it looks like that is certainly the case. That there's some deep-seated truth that I need to be taking from this experience so that I can apply it later on. And I think the part where it becomes difficult for me and has been difficult for me is accepting these things. Now, I know if I read enough things, it will be proven to me that my thinking is wrong and thinking that I can deal with this outside of accepting these things is just a fable on my part. You know, it's just, um, it's not correct thinking. It only causes suffering. And I know this like in my head, but I haven't let it seep through my body. And I think sometimes this impatience that I feel with Donna and have experienced really in in much more magnified uh, instances and episodes lately and really digging deep to try to find better ways to deal with it um, really has is like a full frontal view has come into my sometimes almost day-to-day experience. And I know that this has been a huge responsibility for me to try to deal with. And it's gotten in the way of regular life episodes, the episode of doing a podcast, for instance, the episode of showing up on time for a meeting, um, being accepting of somebody where they're at in their life, finding the good and acknowledging when great things happen to other people and just going with the flow rather than trying to figure out a reason as to why those same great things are not happening to me. And it just seems like these have really impacted my life a whole lot lately. Like the last six months just seems particularly difficult. And like, I really didn't need Ben Franklin to close right now. Okay. I just really didn't need that. But what I need and what I have figured out is not really the point. So, I guess I can say this, that A, I don't have any big, huge answer to get me over the hump just yet, but B, I can find gratitude in all of those little instances, those seemingly benign instances of having chit-chat conversations with really nice people when I'm traversing from point A to point B across Stark County on my two-wheeled machine, I will find spaces of being grateful for that. And I know driving past that plaza and seeing that building as something else, it will be a shock to my system, but I feel like Maybe there's a learning event somewhere in that. I haven't figured out what that learning event is, but it makes me 
it makes the fact that there's no rhyme or reason to the galaxy as I see it even that much more magnified, which prompts me to get even more involved in trying to figure out my acceptance of it. So that's what I'm going with. And I guess for that little bit of insight, I'm grateful for that. One of the things in all this space of time where I haven't been sitting in front of this microphone recording a podcast that I've been doing is trying to accumulate things that I think will look good so that I can create my video space to turn the Gratitude Journal podcast sometimes, maybe all the time, I haven't really figured that out yet, uh, into a video podcast version. And the space that I'm trying to build hopefully will include an extra seat for yours truly to have more guests on during this uh, video podcast, which obviously I can just take the audio and form it into an audio podcast. So that's really has been the plan ever since maybe the, er, the latter portions of, of 2022 and is certainly on the docket for 2023. If I can just get past Ben Franklin no longer being in existence. I'm working on that. And and here's hoping that if you're suffering from like the same, I, I haven't figured out the quite, the proper verbiage for it yet, trouble accepting your present reality in whatever shape it takes. I hope you're going to make some progress on it too, just as I hope I will make progress on it. And maybe both of us can be grateful. So, Here's to raising a glass to accepting the crap that you don't really want to accept. <laughs> That's a hell of a toast, right? Uh, we'll find a better thing to toast about later on. Maybe we'll toast the first episode of the Gratitude Journal video podcast. We'll shoot for that, okay? Until then, uh, thank you for listening. I apologize for my absence again. It is what it is. You have to accept it, okay? That's the way of the universe. Uh, but thank you for listening and uh, downloading this latest episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast.